What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional gaming and geek culture podcast on the web, where I, Josh, also known as Frantic, have some thoughts about things in gaming and geek comics, movies, all that stuff. And we split it up into three sections where I talk about what's happening, some news that's been interesting for me that week, and then we dive into a topic and we talk about that for a little bit and then we jump out this podcast is a short form podcast 30 minutes to 45 minutes it's a walk your dog podcast it's a lunch break podcast it's a hey what do i do for 30 minutes before i go somewhere podcast or it's a commute podcast so that's what i want this little thing to be and i've been enjoying doing it and i this is my 13th or 12th or 13th week doing it and i don't plan to stop every single thursday i'll be right here So let's go ahead and jump into the actual conversation. So what's happening? What I've been what what have I been doing this week? Mostly I for my entertainment, I have been playing Minecraft a lot on the Cartridgecraft realm. So Jared from Retro Revolutions, he purchased us a realm, which what a realm is for Minecraft is when you get an invite, up to ten people can play together on a server. And what's cool about this one is it is cross-platform. Windows 10, Xbox One, Android can play at the moment. And I've been playing Windows 10 personally, and Jared, he plays on his phone, and then a couple other people play on PC, and we have Xbox people coming in soon too. So that's cool. Uh, a little bit later down the line, they haven't announced a date for it, but there's this update coming out called the Better Together Update, which will put everything on the same engine, which is called the Bedrock Engine. And so all these games will be on the same engine. So what what in essence happens is this realm will work with Xbox One, Windows 10, Android, and Nintendo Switch. And if they ever agree to it, PlayStation, but PlayStation hasn't agreed to it because they said that Xbox wouldn't be safe. But I think the real reason for that is you have to sign in with a gamer tag, an Xbox Live gamer tag. So they don't want that to happen on PlayStation like why don't they just play nice so that everybody can play together? I don't know. PlayStation's being kind of a little bit on their high horse for this. It's it's kind of stupid, but maybe eventually PlayStation will be included. I hope so, so that we can get some PS4 players in there too. But honestly, it's really fun. I've been playing this game probably, I don't know, upwards of 20 hours this week, which is a significant amount of time to be playing one game, especially a game I've probably put days and days of worth of hours into before because i used to have an old server talked about it before but yeah um i've been having a blast with it it's been really cool we've been making some i've been making a chicken farm recently like that you can auto it doesn't it's not completely automatic i haven't made it automatic but i'm gonna going to pretty soon but basically it's an infinite chicken food source which was fun to make uh we made a uh, little like on the top of this mountain there's a little house it has a mine cart coming off of it and goes to different mines and we have a giant nether portal that goes out it's a lot of fun and i just got really into playing because we found we had a really cool world going on and down below in the mines was just really 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 cool and fun to explore so minecraft has been just awesome to me right lately and please if you want to join just send me a tweet at frantic society that's frantic s-o-c-i-e-t-y which i'll probably plug again at the end of the podcast but that that's neither here nor there (laughs) 
And then you uh, can also message at Retrofaith Games. Uh, go to cartridgeclub.org forums, and there's a post about it. There's also the Cartridge Club Discord, which has a cartridge craft little chat room. So any of these ways, just send us our Xbox, your Xbox tag, and we'll get you in, and we can play. It's a lot of fun. It's open to everybody. Just please don't be a dick, honestly. I know that's very blunt, but don't be a dick. Don't destroy people's other, other people's stuff. Build stuff, have fun, and let's play together. Okay? That's pretty much what I'm going to say about what's happening. Um, nothing like other entertainment-wise. I watched the new Rick and Morty Game of Thrones again. I'm always going to say that. Uh, Game of Thrones was a little disappointing to me. There were some cool parts to it, but eh, there's some leap, leap of logic in this episode that I didn't really agree with, and I think they're kind of rushing the plot a little bit. But I don't want to get into spoilers, but eh, it was pretty good. But nothing beats last year's finale, uh, second to last episode in the finale for Game of Thrones last year was just like the high point of the series for me. And I don't know if, it can, if it's going to be topped. I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, one other thing, as I've been having this guy, right, in our parking lot, it's, I know, I'm just jumping to a random topic, but it's been annoying me. There's this guy, he parks really close to me all the time. This is a, such a little thing I, I wanted to talk about, but, uh, basically I'll be park, I'll park in the center of the lines, like directly in the center. I make sure of it. I check when I get out. If it's not perfect, I'll fix it because the spaces aren't that big. So what happens is. This guy, I, I've seen the guy around. He's my neighbor. He's literally my next door neighbor. He He's kind of like a big dude. He's, he's very southern looking and he talks with a really thick accent. And he just seems kind of like a dick. Like he's always talking to people kind of rude. So I, I just kind of didn't want to like talk to him. I didn't want to, you know, get a confrontation with him or anything. But I might have to because literally for months. Um, it was pretty fine for a while. He stopped doing it for a while. But just recently... He parks like right next to me, like maybe six inches, maybe less. I have pictures on my Twitter. It's it's ridiculous, man. Like it's annoying me because what he does, right? He's a big guy, so he'll park that close. Um, he'll, he usually backs in, so he'll back in to where the passenger sides are are next to each other. But sometimes he'll back in the other way, where it's the driver's seat, and he can't fit through the, the little crack because he parks so close. He bends my freaking mirror in. He takes the hinge on my rear view, uh, the side view mirror, and he pushes it in. It's like, really? So a lot of times I'll be driving, and I'll look over to my right rear view mirror, and it's pushed in. I'm like, are you serious? And I have to pull over, fix it, or, you know, just make, if it's not far, I'll drive and fix it when I get out. But still, it's like, dude, don't touch my stuff. Like, it's just rude to me. Uh, so uh, it's just something small that's been going on. I'll probably have to go talk to the uh, apartment manager or something or Talk to him again. I always, every time I go to his door, his grandmother comes out. Oh, he's not here. Even though if his car is here, she says that. So he's probably just avoiding talking to me. But anyway, I don't know why I started talking about that. It's just something, it's just sometimes I, I just don't understand people and why they have to be mean to each other like a rude. Like respect other people's stuff and respect other people's space. I mean, it's not that hard. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah, that's about it for me this week. Just been hanging out. I uh, worked working a lot. I uh, worked a lot of long shifts this week, but that's life. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and just go a little bit further now. We're going to go into the... Oh, wait for it. It's building up. Can you hear it? I hear silence. Can you hear it? You can hear it, can't you? It's the... 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 The news! 
Clues of Interest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why I did that. I guess I just wanted to yell. But uh, there's a couple of things I pulled up here, and I noticed last week I kept turning from the mic, so I won't do that this time. You know, stay sounding good. <laughs> uh, there's a game I've been wanting to play. It's an indie game. Uh, it's a Kickstarter game called A Hat in Time. I think it went on Kickstarter in 2014. It has a release date, and it's coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. It comes out on October 5th, and this game looks really cool. Okay, I'm going to read from their site. 3D platformers are back. Unhattin Time is developed by Gears for Breakfast and has become the largest Kickstarter-funded indie 3D platformer, reaching almost 1,000% of its original Kickstarter goal. Super Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, Psychonauts? These kinds of 3D platformers are no longer made, but people still wanted to play them. A Hat in Time aims to bring that genre back. Travel with Hat Kid as she tries to discover... Wow, I was on a good tear there. I'm going to try this again. Travel with Hat Kids as she tries to recover the hourglass-shaped fuel from her spaceship. Race to collect them all as everyone else on the planet are hunting for them as well, including the evil little mustache girl. Upgrade your hat by collecting badges to... Oh, by attaching badges to it and defeat everyone in your way with your trusty umbrella. Mwah. My voice fell away there for a minute. I had I had a cool voice going. I had the narration going great, and I bungled it. But I, this is a, this is live. This is straight to tape. This is conversational. <laughs> anyway, that this game looks awesome, guys. If you haven't seen a trailer for Hat in Time, a Hat in Time, check it out. It looks like if you think about what Mario sixty four would be right now, like it looks freaking insane. I'm I'm excited for it, and please. It's it's I'm gonna I'm gonna do another topic about this later, but I think it is the year of the platformer. There's been so many platforming games that have come out this year. This just looks like one of them. This looks really fun. Hopefully, like ukulele looked like a lot of fun, and I didn't have a huge, huge, huge um, love for that game, but it was fun. I liked it. Uh, this game coming up, this Hat and Hat and Heim. What the heck is going on with my voice and my talking today? <sighs> uh, Hat in Time looks really cool. Check out a trailer for that. It, it just has that cartoony and fun Saturday no, Saturday morning cartoon vibe to it, and I like it. I, I'm excited. Also, uh, I just wanted to say that I've been watching a lot of trailers for this fighting game. See, I'm not a fighting game guy, but I love Dragon Ball Z, and I love Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball Super is okay. <laughs> it's not as good to me, but I like Dragon Ball Z. And it's great. They have a game coming out called Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It was announced at E3. Uh, may have talked about it before. Who knows? I talk about everything. <laughs> uh, but there, there's a trailer out that shows Krillin and Piccolo and all these characters. And it looks like the anime come to life and you can play it in, as a fighting game. It looks beautiful. Like It, it looks better than the cartoon probably. It just It's probably the best uh, looking fighting game I've seen in a while. Just check out a trailer for that as well. I'm probably just going to send you to a lot of videos this episode. Sorry, but eh, I've been noticing there's some cool stuff going on with some games. Uh, also, there's a new Overwatch short with Maze Origins. I, at this time, haven't watched it. I've seen some GIFs of it. It looks fun. And Maze, Maze is a cool character, so hopefully that 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 uh, animated short is cool. I'm waiting for, for my girlfriend to get home to watch it with her. That's her favorite 
Overwatch character. So I didn't want to watch that without her. I'm being nice. But check that out. And let's see. Splatoon 2 is getting an update. They are adding the, what's it called? The bubble blower. It can fire up to three big bubbles. Let's see what what all you can do. It fires up to three big buzz, bubbles, which explode once doused, doused, in ink. Di- doused in ink. This means you can use the bubbles both offensively and defensively. But the bubbles can explode in your face if the enemies shoot your projectiles down. So I don't know how good this weapon's going to be, but it looks cool. And Spittoon has some of the coolest and most creative weapons I've seen. Like they have a bucket with paint you splash on people. Giant paintbrush. It, they, they think of some of the most fun stuff. That gun looks really cool. There's a map coming out called Manta Maria, which is about arena on the water for turf war and rank play. And then there's a new Salmon Run stage coming out called Lost Outpost, which looks pretty cool, which I've only played one match of Salmon Run because I've missed it every single other time. But still, <laughs> Splatoon 2, still a great game. Uh, the updates are, are coming pretty steadily, and they have a Splatfest coming out. It is Invincible invisibility versus flight i am leaning towards flight i think that's more fun uh invisibility would be fun too i like to sneak up on people but i think being able to fly would be a lot more fun so i'm probably gonna lean towards picking that for the spot fest and i'll be playing with a bunch of people and having a good time with that and also last news of interest for the week is the stupid super nintendo pre-order shit sorry I don't really cuss that much. I'm trying to keep... I do have this on... Uh, what's that word? You know, offensive language, whatever. On podcast feeds, just in case. But I try not to cuss. But anyway. Uh, this Super Nintendo pre-order stuff. I'm getting kind of sick of it. Last episode was about pre-orders and how if you want to pre-order, good for you. But the practice of Super... the Sony's... Sony. That Nintendo's been doing with this limited supply okay the pre-order is alive and two minutes later they're gone that thing is annoying and usually i don't really care too much because it's amiibos and i just pick those up as i see them i don't really frustrate i don't frustrate myself trying to find them it's like okay if it's cool character and i want to get it i buy it and if i see it in store whatever i don't stress about that but the super nintendo classic edition i wanted it because it's a cool it looks cool for one it has 20 cool games on it and one new game and i wanted to test out star fox 2 and what their official version of star fox 2 is not this little cobbled together fan thing that's been floating around the internet for a while uh that looks cool uh just generally i wanted to have it just to you know have it and play it uh there's some games on there i've actually never beat super mario rpg and that game is expensive and i don't really want to pay the 50 bucks or whatever it is for that game Trust me, I don't know if it's 50, but I know it's not cheap for that game, and I've never actually beat it. So I'd be, and there's a lot of game on games on there that I've never beat, and it would be nice to have an HDMI version and, and uh, not have to use the Retron or whatever to play it. So, but the problem I was having is I was trying to pre-order it, and I was at work, so I didn't, I couldn't sit there and just hover around my phone and wait. Um, so I missed out on all the pre-orders, at least the first wave of them. Which sucks and it's a bummer. So um, if anybody has a pre-order for one, I will definitely buy it off of you um, if I can't find a pre-order anywhere else. So uh, just let me know. If anybody has a pre-order, extra pre-order, let me know. I'll, I'll buy it off of you. No problem. We'll make a little uh, dilly dilly deal off of it. I 
I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been it's frustrating how Nintendo limits their supply. And then I just don't feel like I can go to the store when it comes out and just buy it. It's like, oh, it launches September 29th, I think, something like that. So if I go in the store on that day and I'm like, okay, I want a Super Nintendo Classic. I can't just go buy one, which is BS. And it sucks. It really does. So I don't know. It's, it's just tough to... to uh, it's just tough to accept that business practice and say it's a good base business practice because it kind of isn't. So I don't know. I've been frustrated with that all week or well, last couple days, I guess not all week, but still, I don't know. I just shake my head on Nintendo when it comes to that. It's like, why just, just make enough for everybody, please just make it last longer than the holidays. Like, I don't know. You're throwing money away. That's that's how it feels. I know they're trying to build hype. Build hype. So you can still build hype for it. But make it... A, at least make it to where people can buy it and own it. And yeah. People are going to be hyped about it no matter what. It has 20 amazing games on it. Like... Huh. I don't know. It baffles me, really. It really does. Okay, so... We're going to go over into... The... Topic of the week this week i wanted to talk about microsoft the future of microsoft because they had their gamescom press conference and this was one of the most sorry press conferences i ever i ever ever had the misfortune of watching it was horrible i'm sorry it was it was it was just bad so what it was is there's like two people sitting on a couch and they're talking about the games so for me, I'm like, okay, I don't care the format. As long as they have some, even if there's cringy dialogue between, which there was, between the trailers, it's fine. I'll watch this and see what comes out. They announced Xbox One X pre-order dates. They announced some Minecraft uh, Xbox One S, I think it is. Yeah, it's S. And then they didn't announce any new games at all. They're just like, oh, I think they announced a Jurassic World simulator game, which looks pretty cool. I don't know what else they announced. I don't think they announced anything else. It looks... It's like E3 2.0. Microsoft E3 2.0. And it just... It bummed me out. Because Microsoft needs to do something. I feel like. Uh, they're number two this time. I'm, their console is actually selling better than the Xbox 360 did. According to the numbers. And... Uh, that's cool and all. But we need some exclusive games. I feel like they're just selling the consoles and kind of just waiting it out. And uh, they made the X, and they're making the X, and it's coming out, and it's supposed to be the most powerful console ever, right? So that's the selling point. So it's a prestige item. Nobody, not many people are going to buy it. I mean, there's still going to be, you know, probably a few hundred thousand people that buy it. It's $500 a pop, so they make some money off of it. Cool. Why not? But I feel like instead of focusing on that hardware, they should be focusing on making some good exclusive games. And the thing is, is that the games aren't really that exclusive anymore. Because if you have a Windows 10 PC with a decent graphics card, you can play any game that's coming out for them. And I got a great deal on my Xbox One like a while ago. I got a really good deal on it. It was like 100 and something bucks. So I'm like, okay, I bought it. I snatched it up just to have it. But I kind of regret it because my PC actually isn't that bad. I have a decent card in there. I can play, I don't know, any of these games pretty much at decent frame rate decent resolution pretty much probably about the same as the xbox you know they do 900 900p all the time on regular xbox and i know the x is supposed to be 4k and if it's at 1080p it's supposed to 1080p is supposed to have like really good frame rate 
but I don't know. It just bumped me out. Okay, so I saw this tweet. Uh, P1 from Cartridge Club posted this. He retweeted retweeted it from Jeffrey Jeffrey Grub 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 Group Jeffrey Grub. Uh, Microsoft Microsoft Studios retail output by year. So we have it looks like ten years of M- Microsoft output. So I'm just gonna go through these really quick, and we'll see how this year is kind of lacking. So we got 06, we had four. 2007, we had 13. These are Studio Microsoft Studios games. Okay. 2008, we had 11 out that 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 came out. 2009, we had 7 that released. 2010, 11. 2011, we had 8. 2012, we had 10. 2013, 14, and 15. Each year, we had 7 on those. Last year, we had 5. And this year, we've only had 3. So, what it looks like is a trend. It went up a lot. It kind of balanced itself out last 4 years or so. And then now it's on the decline. So... How important are exclusives for a console is what I would ask when it comes to this situation. Pardon me. Little burps. Little burps. <laughs> um, how important are exclusives when it comes to this situation? Because PlayStation has had a killer spring. They had Neo. They had Horizon. They had wow, those are, Persona 5. They had Gravity Rush 2. They had, you know, this is just like these. Some of these small, sounds like smaller games, but these are exclusive to PlayStation. You can't get them on PC or anything else. Uh, they had the Yakuza Zero, and they had they have the Uncharted game that just literally just now came out, and that game looks pretty cool. Forty dollar price point looks like a little bit more Uncharted Four. Why not? It looks pretty fun. I'm excited to try it out. Uh, yeah, just in general, uh, what has Microsoft put out this year? Um, that's been interesting or work, you know, that's exclusive. I think it's just, uh, Halo Wars 2, Halo Wars 2. Yeah, I said it correctly. <laughs> um, I think that's the only game they've put out this year that's worth anything or that's uh, an exclusive. So all, everything else that comes out on there is third party stuff. So it's just, it just makes me question what Xbox wants to do going forward or what Microsoft wants to do with the Xbox brand. Is Xbox going to become just a brand that you, buy a microsoft pc that's an xbox pc that does everything windows 10 does and does a pc stuff but it has games on it you can play games that's an xbox pc you know they charge 500 bucks for that for 400 whatever it's a laptop that has xbox branded stuff on it and it's an xbox pc and they just don't make consoles anymore that's one path they could take maybe that's what they're doing that's why they're integrating windows 10 to everything or the other side of the coin is they're waiting until the next generation of consoles, which they said there's never going to be another generation. But I feel like what they could do in like two years or so and just kind of wait it out, put out whatever exclusives they have lined up now, like Crackdown or CFDs, whatever. And then they say, here, this is the Xbox. And it's a console that has a modular system. You can upgrade it yourself. You can put a new graphics card in there if you want to to make it better. You know? Who knows what they're going to do? Uh, it makes me question what what their plan of action is when they do stuff like this. When they have a press conference where it's just kind of like they're spinning their wheels, and then they have executives on there saying, oh, we're throwing exclusives at you left and right, left and right. And then I'm sitting here like, no, you're not. There's like barely anything coming out. 2017 looks pretty grim when it comes to 
exclusives. There's barely anything. There's Cuphead, I think. That's the main big one that's coming out. And that's not even from Microsoft Studios. That's an indie dev. So for me, it's like, why? I don't know. Why come out with this super powerful console? And why now? And why do PS4 Pro again? You've seen what happened with PS4 Pro. Why not just put it off for a couple more years, rebrand it, and say, okay, this is the new Xbox, and here are my 10 exclusives, or 6 exclusives, 5 exclusives, that are just on this brand new, state-of-the-art Xbox, and don't even call it Xbox One X, that's a stupid name. I know the initial spell Xbox, but still, it's kind of dumb. Just call it the Xbox, wait a couple years, put this box out that they're putting out in the fall, and by that time, it can be even cheaper. You can put it out for $299. And it'll be this upgraded Xbox. And then put all of your exclusives you've been saving up and talking about for years. And then a couple of brand new ones. And then say, oh, launch exclusive for this Bethesda game. Or, you know, this id software game. Or whatever. And then, bam, here's this console. We're all about, ga- we're all about games. This is how PlayStation 4 has been successful. Uh, Nintendo Switch has been pretty successful as well. They're like, games, games. This is a game console. This is about games. I know Xbox is focusing more that direction lately, but they mostly have been saying, okay, we're about the games, but we're not going to make any of our own games to, uh, you know, to make you lean towards the direction of buying an Xbox over the PlayStation or or over the Switch. So it's, it's kind of like they're... They're in like shallow water. They're just waiting. They're they're just sitting there in shallow water, waiting for something to happen. Waiting for, you know, I don't even know where this metaphor is going. This metaphor was horrible. Throwing it out. Start over. <laughs> but anyway, I think Xbox needs to Microsoft and the Xbox uh, with their Xbox brands. They, they need to do some kind of reimagining, some kind of rebranding. Maybe they just need to, like I said before, wait it out. I I know this isn't gonna happen. But what they probably should have done is waited it out a couple years, put out this new Xbox system with exclusives, say this is the best system ever. This is the console you need to play all of these amazing state-of-the-art games. And right now, there for me, I am not upgrading to PS4 Pro. and I'm not upgrading to Xbox One X. There is no reason to. For me right now, I don't have a 4K TV. I know some games have more performance upgrades, but it's not really worth it. I will just stick with what I have because these halfway upgrade things, they're just kind of pointless so far. There's been some uses for them. They do look better on a 4K TV. I've seen one. I think it was at a Best Buy. I saw a PS4 Pro with uh, with Horizon. It looked amazing, but I come home and pop Horizon in here. It looks amazing as well, and I don't really care that much about a little bit more resolution just make the game great that's all that matters so i just feel like microsoft needs to make more exclusives if they did and they pushed them and said this is look at this amazing game look at horizon i'm sure that sell that sold a lot of consoles it's beautiful it's one of the most beautiful games i've ever seen uncharted they sell consoles too it's like all of those things that sony does and all those games they put out makes the console and makes the platform more enticing for people to buy. And Xbox Xbox doesn't really have that. They have Xbox Live, they have Halo, and Gears. What else? Every now and then they have a Quantum Break, and every now and then they have some other spin-off game or some other small game. They have the Rare Replay. That was a few years ago now, though. So it's like, 
I don't know. I just feel like I'm going nowhere with this. <laughs> I just feel like Xbox needs to do something more and they need to produce more games for their platform. So people are more enticed to buy an Xbox. That's all there is to it. All right. I think I've been gone. I've been going on for a long time. And for some reason today, my mouth isn't working and my brain isn't connecting to my mouth like it should. So I have been stumbling over everything and I've been, I even stumbled over that. I don't know what's going on with me today. So I apologize if that was irritating to listen to, (laughs) but, um, this is a weekly thing and I try to take a couple takes of this and see how it pans out. And, uh, we're just going with emotions. It's fun. It's a conversation. And um, if you listened and you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Frantic Society. It's Frantic, S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. Uh, if you haven't checked out my YouTube, I haven't posted another video besides the podcast in a couple weeks now. Been a little busy, but I do plan on to post a lot of videos. Uh, have a lot of ideas. I've been annoying people with them. So check out that channel. It's just Frantic. It's YouTube.com slash some weird URL. It's bit.ly slash frantic sub. That's how you would get to it the easiest way. Frantic SUB. So that's it for this week. Thank you for watching this episode of Frantic Thoughts. I know it wasn't my strongest episode ever, but I had a good time making it, and I hope you had a good time listening. And I'll see you next Thursday. Bye-bye. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional podcast in geeking and geeking and kukuka. What the heck? Let's start that again. <laughs> Each week, me, Frantic, a.k.a. Josh, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, talk about the news, talk about the news, 